Parker Maniacs, and welcome to another edition of the Dizzy Parker Program. Now, let me tell you something, brother. Oh, that was a really bad Hulk Hogan impression. Oh, well, I've been listening to a lot of uh, pro wrestling podcasts and such lately. But anyway, if it's your first time listening to the Dizzy Parker Show, I just want to introduce myself to you. One, one, thank you for listening to the show. And two, my name is Dizzy Parker. I'm a musician. I'm a personal trainer, I'm a motivational speaker, and most of all, I am a Christian. And this show is my way to kind of umbrella all of those topics so that I can touch you on a level that is your mind, your body, and your soul, because I don't think you live outside of any one of those at any given time. This week, we are coming to you, we we, I said we, uh, me, me are coming to you live from the Dizzy Parker Studios. And if there's a little bit of a weird, weird tone, it's because <clears throat> the studio room that I'm recording from right now isn't very well uh, sound conditioned. So please forgive. So it's been a weird few weeks for me, uh, probably about a weird month or so. And this week, I'm coming to you from a totally different state of mind. I don't have any notes in front of me. I just kind of want to give you a little bit of a life update. Uh, because I think it'll it'll bring some things to life maybe in your own life. If you're struggling or you're overthinking or you're overstressed, I think what I've been going through can help you out. So I'm just going to tell you some stories this week. I'm not going to talk about any any world topics because really, uh, the world is getting weird, man. We're, we're on the brink of World War III with North Korea, and I'm just waiting for the Bible prophecies to start really just reeling themselves in. You got some nuclear war on the horizon. You got some... Uh, you, you probably have some religious beheadings on the horizon, even though they're already going on every day. So I just haven't even been paying attention to the world. I've been kind of kind of buried in what I'm doing right now because that's all I can do. And I think that you, the listener, can probably relate to me on that. The world can kind of get overwhelming, so we just want to want to focus on being the best us, being the best me that I can be, so that maybe at the end of it all, I can affect somebody's life in a positive way. I can I can make a change in the world, hopefully. That's my goal anyway. If if you've been a listener or a fan or a friend for any time whatsoever, you know that my motto is entertain inspire. I kind of tag all of my all of my promotional products with that with that phrase because that's my mission statement in a nutshell i i aim to inspire you in one way or another while hopefully hopefully being entertaining i know that's that's up for debate everybody's got a different form of entertainment but maybe this cartoon character that is Dizzy Parker can make you laugh or just get your attention and keep you keep you occupied for the little bit of time that you listen to this show or that you click on my YouTube videos or or see one of my motivational memes on Instagram or whatever 
but I hope that I can positively benefit your life in one way or another. That's why I do the motivational speeches and I am a personal trainer and I'm a musician. I actually did some talking to some new people yesterday and I realized (laughs) there's a fun way to put all these things together. Like, hey, your body's broken? I'm a personal trainer. I can help you. Your heart's broken? I'm a musician. I can help you. Your soul's broken? I can point you in the right direction. Mind, body, and soul. Just like my thought of the day videos tend to say. So if you follow my YouTube channel, which I highly suggest that you do, because if you don't, you're missing out on some key thought of the day kind of things. That's youtube.com slash the Dizzy Parker. At least I think that's what it is anymore. Uh, I've played around with YouTube a lot, and, and their URL creation is kind of kind of strange these days because we don't really type in URLs anymore, do we? So if you go to YouTube and search The Dizzy Parker Show or Dizzy Parker Music, they're two different channels, subscribe to them both, uh, you'll find me. You'll find my Thought of the Day videos and you'll find, uh, you'll find new cover songs and once a month you'll find a new original song which I'm going to interrupt the show and play my latest original song Reflections because that's what I've been doing a lot of lately ever since I took a vacation I've been reflecting and I think it's beneficial for everyone to do so check it out right now this is the newest Dizzy Parker song Reflections Will I be 
So if you didn't skip over the song there, those lyrics are probably my most honest lyrics. Uh, they were they were written as I was waking up from like 12 hours of sleep, which I had not been able to do in a long time. And, and I don't advocate sleeping 12 hours in a row because there's so much day and so many things to do in the day. But when I woke up, I realized, oh man, my body probably needed that because the human body reacts to what you do to it. And that was the way my body reacted on that occasion. Um, I, I woke up and I spent my vacation just writing songs every day just to find out exactly how I feel without all the distractions in the world getting to me. Uh, but right before that vacation, something very interesting happened to me. And I got a voicemail. Now, that that sounds like something that happens to all of us. What? Dizzy, you got yourself a voicemail, did you? Well, yeah, but this was a very special voicemail. And uh, I have to take you back about three years in my history to explain why this voicemail was so significant. Actually, I'm going to take you back a little bit further than that. So, uh, let's go back in time, shall we? We'll go all the way back. Back to the sixth grade. Alright, I, I won't really take you back to the sixth grade. But, in the sixth grade, that's when I started writing music. I've always known that I was supposed to be an entertainer of some sort. Like, I wanted to be in pro wrestling, uh... I, I wanted to be, honestly, a preacher in a church with a suit in a pulpit when I was about six, seven years old. Like, I just knew. But I realized that all of the things that have lined up in my life since then, I'm not supposed to preach in a church. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to preach the message to the world that won't step foot in a church, just in case you ever wondered. 
But in the sixth grade, I wrote my first song because uh, a girl didn't like me. She liked some other cool guy, and I wasn't that cool guy. So I wrote my first song, and that really changed my entire perspective on who I am and what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to make music. And the reason I write music has changed over the years, uh, just depending on where I am in life. But that is a gift that I was given. And whether you like the songs or you don't gravitate toward that style of music, whatever my style of music is at the time, um, that's something that I'm supposed to do. I just believe it. it. It comes out of me. And when I'm making music, it is, it feels like I'm at home, like, it, it's not where I live, it's not who I'm around, but when I'm creating those soundscapes, I feel whole, which is weird to say because I don't think anything is going to actually make you whole apart from a saving relationship with Jesus Christ, but it just feels right. So when I was, when I was uh, delivering sodas a few years ago, this is where the story really begins. I was delivering sodas, and uh, it was a Monday. I'll never forget this moment. It was muggy, and I was about to go deliver some uh, deliver to some stores with large deliveries. Monday morning, and all of a sudden, the truck that I'm driving. Oh no, oh no, my day is ruined. When the tiny details like that start to unravel, I get very anxious. I don't like when things do not go according to plan. And when I delivered sodas, I had everything down to a science, I promise you. Because I wanted to make sure that I was at each store at the correct time every single day. So I could get off work at the correct time. So I could go home and <gasps> work on my music. That's what I was doing in 2014. I was preparing for shows. I was uh, recording cover songs at the time. I had just finished an original album, my heavy metal album, Intelligent Design, available on iTunes and Spotify. Sorry for the cheap plug. But on this day, there was literally nothing I was in control of at this moment. The drive shaft fell off. OFF off in the middle of the highway and the truck rolled to a stop wherever momentum took it at that point and as I was flustered and just mad and waiting for my tow truck to come pick up my truck I sat in the driver's seat of my truck and right out the driver window yeah the driver window that's what I said was a billboard there was only one billboard and if you know anything about North Carolina, yeah, it's open. It's available. Very slim chances you're not just going to be looking at a tree. But there was a billboard that read, Actors, Models, and Talent for Christ. Audition this month. I still have the picture in my phone because I can never, ever forget it. So... <laughs> I was like, oh, this is what it takes, I see. It's a sign. So I I pulled out the old iPhone and 
typed in their website, amtcworld.com. Just in case you're an actor, model, or talent for Christ yourself, I typed in their website, and I found out what they were all about. And I went, oh, it's not a scam. And another weird sign was that uh, one of their headquarters was located on like Parker Drive in Dallas, Texas. And I went, oh, I know. I get it. This is for me, I see. Thank you, Lord. So I I did my audition with the company and uh, it was in Virginia Beach, Virginia. I drove three and a half hours with my dad and I... I met some really nice people there. I'm still Facebook friends with them to this day. And shout out to Sousa Castro. She is the bomb diggity. Uh, And you know why you're the bomb diggity lady if you're listening to this. But on this occasion, it was the first time that I felt like all the work that I had been doing and the character that I have created for myself was actually worthwhile. And I wasn't just working to make myself fit into this strange world that I lived in, in my own little niche. It was the first time that somebody got me. The, the singing coach liked my song. And the acting coach that I auditioned for, I read a script, really liked my presentation skills and the fact that I was able to bring something new to a script. And there was a commercial audition, and me being me, I took one of my one of my Dizzy Parker logo shirts and I made a commercial for that shirt. I don't remember what I did, but it just came off the top of my head. And they they didn't make fun of me. Um, they were amused, but they respected me and they wanted the talent that I could bring to them. And there was this large convention that took place every summer and every winter, twice a year, that it was a week-long convention and it cost a lot, a lot, a lot of money to attend. And the money that you paid to attend wasn't even the money to stay at the giant resort that you had to stay at uh, to attend the event. And in doing, in, in signing up for this, it was a giant leap of faith for me because I don't know if you know anything about the soda business, but there is not a lot of money in the business. So I just made what I made and... <laughs> I tried. I tried my best to make that monthly payment just to kind of add up to that giant amount of money that they asked for. It really was a leap of faith. And uh, there there got to a certain point, and thank you to everybody that donated to that cause because you don't know what it means to me that you believed in me enough to put your hard-earned money into an account for me to pay for something. But after a few months of paying into this, I got up to about half the amount and money wasn't working right. Life wasn't working right. And I kind of had to put it on hold. 
and I did not know where the future lie for for actors, models, and talent for Christ. And so this was still when I lived in North Carolina. I had a girlfriend who eventually broke up with me because she realized that we were walking on two different paths. I was playing in a band that despite all of all of the work that I wanted to put in, things were just not working out. The the main the main songwriter and myself did not see eye to eye on how things should go. So eventually I had to leave that band because I knew it was time. I had to be close to a training hub for AMTC and they had training hubs in in New York City, Nashville, Tennessee, and Orlando, Florida. North Carolina was in the middle of all of those, so I had to choose. And I said, hey man, I've always wanted to go to New York, so sign me up for New York. And I just, I just felt this tug on my heart that, Dizzy, you have to go to New York. You've always wanted to go to New York, so now is the time. And I woke up on a Monday morning and I I knew. I texted a friend who lives in New York, cousin of some of my friends in the band Against Their Will, who I made a strong bond with a couple of years before that. And, and I asked her if she needed a roommate or knew anybody that needed a roommate. And pff, we're off. That's when the City in the Clouds saga started. Uh, every song in that is part of this real, true story and the journey that it took me to get to New York. But once I got to New York, I just started working. And, you know, when you're completely on your own and have no safety net whatsoever, things are different. It's kind of hard to sacrifice. It, when you have to pay for where you live and every single drop of food you put in your mouth and you don't have you don't have that live-in girlfriend to bounce things off of and you let's be real I was 23 years old at the time I moved back in with my mother for a little while and she helped me out on some things I got to save money on rent but when I made this move I kind of got lost in the in the working day-to-day shuffle and trading my time for money so I didn't have a lot of excess money and I had zero excess time. (laughs) And then I got caught up in the pride of, well, maybe I'll just continue doing this myself. I'm in New York. There's more open-minded people here. There's more opportunities to play music. Perhaps I'll meet someone in the business. And then I, for a little while, I didn't think twice about AMTC. And then a couple of years in, I've got a mentor now. Shout out to Pam. And I was talking to her when I was having a really stressful day and and it just came like kind of left field, one little comment. And and I don't know what to do about AMTC. Like it it was put in front of me for a reason. We talked on a Thursday. Friday of a twenty seventeen, three years later, I got a voicemail from AMTC. They said, hey, Dizzy, it's Blah from AMTC, and we really want to get you to our Shine Conference. 
uh, we wanted to let you know about the changes that that we just started making where it's no longer in Orlando, but we're touring across the country and it's three days instead of a whole week. So the price is less and the amount of money that you paid in, you're you're pretty much already already taken care of on funding funding your your venture i guess i'm i'm paraphrasing here folks but it was literally one day after i mentioned it asking what i was supposed to do and and i was i i found myself praying at various times where I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing because I felt like, oh no, I've gotten trapped. I'm spinning my wheels once again. So I got that voicemail and I almost cried because it's moments like that. You realize that God is definitely listening. If you just shut up and let him talk, you can hear what he has to say back. And I've stood in the way just as much as the next guy. But on this occasion, he shouted and said, Dizzy, listen. This is what I put in front of you. And now I'm bringing it to your back door. All you have to do is open and walk through. And whatever whatever you need is right there waiting for you. So all that I tell you to tell you that uh, the last few weeks have been a little hectic. I, I started working with AMTC again, and I I don't know what's going to become of everything in my life. I hope that this this conference is a moment to prove what I know about myself that all of the things that I do. YouTube shows and live music, recorded music, this show that you're listening to right now are all leading towards something greater that I can do for the world. That's my hope, man. I hope that I can I can bring this big character that I that I feel like I truly am and reach out from a higher mountain, as it were, or <clears throat> just touch somebody. I want to become an important enough figure that people have to listen to me and the message that I bring. Now, I bring a motivational message, and I hope that I can inspire somebody to do greater, but maybe it just takes some cartoon character like myself to spread the gospel message a little bit more efficiently. There are some great gospel preachers out there in the world, but nobody listens to them because they're afraid of Christianity. They're afraid of what they've heard about Christianity or the gay friends that I have. They're afraid that they're going to be judged and and the people who have been done wrong by people that claim to be Christians or they've been they've been kicked out of a church maybe i am a person not the person but a person that that for that they'll find a reason to relate to 
maybe they will want to hear what I have to say because I'm here to relate to the world and I'm here to teach the world that Christianity is not what they have been done wrong by. The saving message of Jesus Christ is that you, the individual, are born a sinner. It's not that you do bad things. It's that you are bad, but you are not meant to be bad. It is a genetic deficiency that we are all born with and can only be corrected by accepting the fact that we are this way and that Jesus Christ was God in the flesh come here to bear the sins of us that we commit so that we might be made perfect so that we can get back into a correct relationship with our creator so that we can have eternal life once again just like Adam and Eve had at the beginning in the Garden of Eden before they ate that fruit We can be made whole again. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, that this guy that is Dizzy Parker, the the musician, the speaker, the entertainer, the personal trainer, the goofball that you met at a party somewhere, maybe this guy is what it takes for you to listen to that message. (sighs) I've gotten myself worked into a frenzy, folks. (laughs) I think that's a good place to end this show. So if that meant anything to you, please, please, I'm not asking you to reach out to me. I'm asking you to reach out to God. Go to a quiet room somewhere. Sit in your car like I have done many times. I've prayed in the shower a lot, and those are when some of my deepest prayers have been answered. Because pretty much, if if you're crying while you're naked, there's no there's no hiding anything from God. But that's where you're your most vulnerable there. That's where I've been led to pray a lot. It's weird, but it's true. If that meant anything to you whatsoever, I beg you, just call out to your creator. Be honest. You don't have to speak in any certain way. You don't have to pretend to be somebody you're not because he knows how many hairs are on your head. He knows the color of your eyes. He knows the words you're going to say before you say them, but you have to say them. That's the beauty of what choice is. You have to choose him. You have to choose to turn away from the the sinful nature that you were born with so you can embrace the holy nature that he created you for. There's nothing you have to do but turn to him. He'll do all of the rest of the work, folks. That's the whole message. You don't have to go to confession. You don't have to you don't have to practice some sacraments of the church. You don't have to clean yourself up before you go to a church. Like I always say, you don't get in the shower clean, you don't go to the gym in shape, and you don't go to the church without sin. 
So go to your creator. Reach out to him. He's waiting for you to do that. That's the best I got, folks. So once again, I've been Dizzy Parker. You've been awesome for listening. So thank you very much. And if you if you want more information on what that message is and why I find it so simple, whereas the world makes it so complicated, please feel free to send me a message. I don't care where where the social media is, I'll respond. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. What I miss? Oh yeah, and of course my YouTube channel. Everything is at the Dizzy Parker. Please. Reach out to me if if you just need need that one extra push or a little bit of help. I'm here for you. And if you just need to make that turn, forget reaching out to me. Reach out to your Savior. He's calling you. He wants all of us. Every single one. No matter how bad you think you are. He wants you back. I've been Dizzy Parker. And thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time.